Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Live to Walk Again podcast. My guest this week, uh, we have an in-studio guest. Uh, he's, he's one of your favorites, Nisqually Tribal Chairman, Willie Frank III. Willie, welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate you coming back. It's good to be here today, Jay. It's a beautiful day outside. Lake's looking good. Sun's out. Can't complain, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah, man, a lot, lot's happened since uh, you were last on the podcast. I know uh, you were embattled in a, in a, in a bitter uh, election the last time you were here, and, and you ended up coming out on top of that. Um, you know, talk about just the process of having to, I guess, put yourself out there and, and be running for, you know, having to deal with, with smear campaigns and all these different things. Well, you know, Jay, it's, uh, you know, it's politics, whether it's state, federal, city, uh, county or tribal, you know, that's the way politics goes. And uh, I've been on tribal council at Nisqually since 2009 and, and I've learned a lot and I've seen a lot and made a lot of mistakes. We've done a lot of good things. Um, I feel like for myself, I didn't really have anywhere else to go but to, to you know, be the chairman and run for that position. And, uh, you know, I thank all of our Nisqually tribal members who voted me and support support me, you know, during uh just, you know, my, my whole life being on council, really, you know, I think about it now as the big picture of where I started, where I, you know, where I went and, and where I am now and realize that this is a life process and a lifelong commitment of change, whether I'm the chairman of Nisqually tribe or not, you know, we have to start doing what's right for the environment, for the people and uh, find a way to get healthy. Yeah, I, I love that message. Uh, you know, Willie, talk about how, how have your responsibilities changed from you know, being a member of the tribal council to now being the chairman? Um, you know, yeah, just- no, it's it's definitely changed a lot. And, you know, I love being on tribal council and working for the people. Um, you know, the, the responsibility, of course, has, has gone up quite a bit, you know, but I, I'm, I realize that I'm not I'm only one person. You know, and I don't I can't do this on my own or will I try to do it on my own? Because it's it's not one person who can um, move our tribe forward. But, uh, you know, bring us together also to, to learn how to respect each other and uh, walk together uh, in this journey of life. Because I feel like the Nisqually tribe is in such a, a great position right now that, uh, you know, this is just the beginning of some some really good things for the tribe and for the community. And uh you know, it, it's tough because we, we, of course, have a lot of, uh, you know, it's politics, but you also have a lot of negative feelings out there. And I'm, it's not one person or another. It's just, you know, there's a lot of negativity around uh, around the world today as human beings. And you see that, man. It's, uh, I don't know, it's weird. You know, I always just try, I'm trying to slow down and, and see everything that we have within the tribe. You know, I feel like everybody who works at the Nisqually tribe has a place there. You know, it's not uh, one group or another or one department or another. You know, I think once we can get the the governmental structure down to where people understand that we're working for the tribe, the Nisqually Indian community, and not for, you know, whoever is the chairman or whoever's on tribal council or whoever's the CEO administrators. You know, I'm trying to get folks to understand that don't look at the, don't look at who's in the position, but look at the position in general. You know, and look what we are supposed to be doing with these positions within the tribe. And, uh, you know, I feel like communication is going to be huge moving forward for uh, myself as chairman and um, everybody who works within the tribe, you know, and I'm trying to get people to understand that, 
you know, there's the government, the day-to-day operations, but there's also our members, you know, and so we got to do a better job at putting uh, our members up there and making sure we're providing the best services possible for them. I love that. Um, you know what? You know, Willie, first of all, man, it always boosts my spirits every time I get a chance to uh, to sit down and, and kind of talk with you, whether it's on, on the air or off the air. Um, I do appreciate you always coming on the podcast whenever I call, man, just to, to kind of give us an update on how things are going. Um, I, you know, I want to know what what do you feel like is the number one pressing issue of the Nisqually tribe right now? Like maybe is it the same as it was when you were still on tribe, tribal council versus well, you know, I, as a chairman? I think, you know, what we've dealt with in the last year and a half with COVID, you know, I think that's affected everybody's thought process, including myself, the way we act, the way we feel, just because of, of the unknown. And I always feel like people are scared of the unknown. And um, we should never be scared of the unknown because the way I look at it is, is you know, you know me, Jeremy. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the most positive guys you'll meet. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot to, to get me frustrated. Um, but I think, you know, us, us learning how to heal you know, there's always a lot of pain in our lives and, you know, we've all dealt with, with different issues, but, you know, at some point we need to start coming together and healing. You know, I realize people aren't going to, you know, we don't have to all get along. We don't have to hold our hands and sing Kumbaya, but we have to learn how to respect each other, you know, and I think that's some of the work that we have to do before we move forward as a tribe. You know, I think uh, some of these projects that we're going to have are going to be so huge that everybody has to be um, you know, ready to go. It's going to take time. It's going to take long hours. It's going to take a lot of commitment from the leadership at the tribe, um, as well as our other employees there. Uh, I feel like Nisqually's just, God, we're in such a good place so we could just take things above and beyond. Um, you know, having this position for me, it's just a, it's a title. I don't, I don't need this, you know, as far as like to, to, I guess, be who I am. Because, you know, growing up and, and having the, the amazing parents that I had and the, you know, parents, friends and, you know, people that, that really, you know, wrote Indian law that, that worked to make sure that our laws are upheld, you know, but just good people, though, you know, with good hearts that, that committed their life to work for tribes and, and work for, you know, giving myself and other, other Native folks a better life. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I feel like you... I mean, you were, you were raised for this, really, man. Like, this is what, I mean, this is culmination of, of all your dad and your grandfather's work and your mom's work. Like, what do you think they would, what do you think they would say today, seeing you uh, as chairman of the Nisqually tribe? Um, you know, I, I think about that a lot. You know, I know this is something that everybody kind of thought I was going to do, you know, but honestly, I, I, I had no intention of running this young for it because I'm, I'm not even 40 yet, but, you know, I, I saw over the last, you know, seven, eight years of, of just, um, you know, lack of teamwork, I guess you could say. And, you know, where everybody's going and doing their things left and right. Um, you know, I think my parents would be very proud today, you know, and I think that they would under they would tell me to, uh, stay focused, you know, and make sure you do the right thing to help your people, you know, and that's what I always think about is I'm very grateful that my parents taught me right from wrong, you know, but unfortunately in our lives, we still make mistakes. But at the end of the day, you know, I think about that. I'm like, man, you know, I know who I am. I know what I want to see for, 
to, to, you know, build our people up really, because I think that's what it is, is giving them that, um, that strength to, to be proud to be Nisqually, you know, and I, I remember my mom and dad always telling me, you know, be proud of who you are, you know, be honest, you know, speak from your heart. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that, that I always do is speak from the heart and, uh, you know, it's tough to think about my parents because there's so many questions I'd want to ask them right now, you know, in this time with a, a lot of issues going on. But, you know, I, I know that they, they put the the right, uh, you know, pieces inside of my head. <clears throat> and growing up, they always, you know, taking me to meetings and sticking me in the corner and having to sit with them, you know, wondering what the hell I'm doing there. You know, now I realize that and, I, and I've had the opportunity to, to finally start to heal myself with, you know, starting to go through my dad's papers and my mom's you know uh, papers and seeing stuff that you know I think I put away for a long time and in the last uh, year I've started you know going through it and um, it's been a great experience to really just you know read my dad's writing and even my grandfather's Um, it's pretty cool you know it it helps me understand more of who I am you know and and the message that they had it's it's similar and it's it's almost the same and these are you know back in the 60s 50s 60s 70s my grandfather's stuff and my dad's was you know in the 80s 70s 80s and 90s but you know i think back to my mom the the most because she always said you know don't ever fight you know don't don't ever fight to you know rely on your tribe or the the smoke shop at frank's landing you know she said you go to school you get educated you know and you come back and if your people are there and if you know they want help they want you to come in and, and help them then yeah you know that that's what you do but it's it's not about trying to go save anybody because we don't need to be saved we just got to learn how to to get back to who we are as Nisqually people you know and it's this beautiful you know lake that water that we have out here the air you know the the sun the moon and the stars you know and and you don't see that anymore because times are changing so much around all of us and we're always on the go we're moving so fast you know, and I, I think back to my grandfather, Willie Frank Sr., who always talked about how Nisqually Indians lived in paradise before the white man came. You know, and I think like that. And of course, it's 2021. We're not going to go back to the way it was. But you got to always remember who you are. And I think that's that's what, um, you know, is happening coming out of COVID and the canoe journeys not not there and some of the spiritual and, and the, the events that help people when they're, they're dealing with uh, addiction whether it's drug or alcohol or, or mental illness or um, trauma, whatever it might be, you know, hearing those drums, that helps. When they hear that drum and they hear that, um, just it, it's something that you can't even explain the way the drum sounds when, when you know, people are down and, and down and out, you know. Yeah, I know I had asked you before the, before the podcast about the canoe journey and if it was going to happen this year and you told me no, but... Um, is that are you guys going to get that back together for next year? Is that I believe Muckleshoot Tribe will be hosting next year, um, but if, you know we're we're going to do some small just paddling with our uh, you know Nisqually people and community members because I think at some point we have to get back on the water, yeah. you know. And uh, I always I feel like really that you know when you kind of get when when life hits you hard and and you know it's 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 tough when you're thinking about what is going on just in society today you know and and i always think back to my daddy always said you get back to the river you know and not realizing that younger what he meant it's not about fishing it's about just being on that river and the, the medicine and the strength that that river gives us 
you know, I feel like it's it's something that is uh, you can't really explain. But you know, if uh, if our people can get back out and you know remember and, and just you know be one with with nature and themselves, you know, I feel like everybody's trying to put on a uh, you know kind of a, a, a band-aids or a uh, you know some kind of mask to help you know deal with whatever whatever's going on inside of us. Yeah, yeah, and I you know I can completely understand you know from just going down to like the the Billy Frank Jr. Wildlife Refuge being down um, on the reservation down by Frank's Landing and stuff. I mean, it's it's a magical place, man. There's no no doubt about it. There really is, and I think you know that that's one of the things that we need to encourage our youth getting back out. And it's up to us as leaders to step up and and do that. You know, and I think it it's going to take time, and it's not uh, one solution fixes everything because there's so much out. There's so much going on around us, but we also still got to move forward as well as a tribe. Right. And we got to continue to, to work together with the outside jurisdictions and, you know, the state, the feds, whatever it is. I mean, there, there's so many different pieces, but, you know, I, I enjoy the first two months. Um, I think everybody looks at me and they're like, God damn, is he going to be able to handle this? And I think back, I'm like, man, I, I've already hit my lowest spot in my life, man. I mean, for me, it's about... I can, I feel like I can deal with anything, but I'm not going to overdo it, you know? And I mean, if if people aren't ready for my ideas and plans, then they're not, you know, it's not that I'm not going to be that person that's going to fight to, to stay on tribal council for the salary or for, I guess the power, maybe, I don't know. But, um, you know, how long is your term as chairman? It's three year term, three year term. Yep. And so, you know, I, I have a good council right now. We're working very well together. Um, it's really just, we, we got a lot of things to, to work on and I think we can do it. It's just going to take some time. You know, everybody, the world we live in right now is they want that instant gratification. Right, they want right. everything to be fixed in a day. And it's just, you know, as somebody who, who went through a drug addiction and went through recovery and it's been seven years now since I've even uh, thought about taking an opioid and, uh, just that, you know, that has helped me with patience, you know, realizing like, God damn, I can't do this in one day. You know, and I remember in early recovery, you know, you just want things to go back to normal, you know, and right. uh, it, it takes time. But hey, you know, I, I 39 years old, man, I still got a lot of time left. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, I, it's off track, you know, like staying on that, that opioid uh, and you, you overcoming that. Um, you know, I know, like, I just feel like as like our group of friends and, and kind of I mean, we're like all family really mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but like, you know, you and my brother and, you know, Joe's brother, like we had, like, we're so lucky, man. We didn't lose any of you guys through, through that process. And that you guys are all like recovered and doing so well now is, is just well, it's, a testament, man. to you it, guys. It really is. And I've never really talked about this openly, but I mean, you know, going through that experience in my life, you know, I, July 2nd, you know, it's always a weird time. Cause that's when I got arrested. You know, and, uh, you know, this year I, I actually celebrated it and I took a bunch of people down to the river family, you know, and we, and, you know, and I talked to him about, you know, the whole experience of myself and my recovery of just, you know, what, what I want to see from, from our family more than anything is, is healing, you know, and happiness. I mean, cause there's so much negative energy out there right now. And it's a lot of it's to do with social media, you know, and, uh, to think where I was <laughs> seven years ago on that day to be at the mouth of the river with family and friends and, uh, 
you know, really thinking about that a lot because it's, it's tough to think of where I was, but like you said, I mean, we made it, we survived it. I don't know how we did some of us, you know, and, uh, it's, it's a lot to think about, but for me, I use it as, as motivation. You know, I use it as a way to, to help anybody I can, you know, I see a lot of, a lot of people out there dealing with drugs, alcohol addiction, and just not in good places. But you, you know, somebody who, who went through that knows like all you have to do almost is be there for them and put your hand on their shoulder and say, Hey, there's somebody here for you. And they might not be ready to do that. But, you know, I think back to having the support I had, you know, and, uh, it's all about us as human beings. You know, if we want to make a, the change in our life that is going to help us help others, we got to be healthy. You know, and that was one of the the one things I really focused on was trying to get myself healthy. And I feel like now in society, we don't do enough self-care. You know, the, the easier thing for self-care is to to take a pill or do go see a doctor, you know, if you got, you know, uh, stress or whatever is going on in your life. We don't we don't heal like we're supposed to anymore or try to work on ourselves a lot like like we should. And it's hard because then you really got to think about your life. You know, you got to think about where you're going. What do you want to do? And, and, you know, move forward from the mistakes that you made earlier in your life and not let that hold you back. You know, and I think about that a lot because I think of my parents a lot, you know, and one of the things that I did in treatment, you know, they wanted me to, to think about ways that I could, you know, talk to my parents. And they said, well, you could write them a letter, you know, and I remember doing that. And you know, it was hard, but I think about it now and where I'm at in my life. God damn, I know they're proud of me today to, to see me where I'm at as the chairman. But mm-hmm. we got a long way to go at Nisqually, but shoot, we'll take it one day at a time and keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know how deep you want to go into this, but um, I know you had mentioned that the eight members of the tribe have passed since you took over. Yeah, um, it's it's been, you know, in the last few months, I think, and it's maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So but not, it, no, not it's right, but. it's been tough. You know, January 2021, um, you know, everything that, that has happened during COVID, I feel like this is just a good uh, a good way to see where we are as Nisqually people, you know, with the, the passings of, uh, you know, our, our younger members and uh, the leadership needs to step up and adjust make changes that that are needed to help our people whether it's behavioral health substance abuse uh, mental health anything to help our kids and people you know and i know it's hard for human beings just to even accept um asking for help and admitting that you need help you know uh for me it took me to sit on the uh goddamn i was on the front page of the olympian before i could ask for help you know and so it's it, i and i laugh about that now thinking uh you know what the fuck was going on like, it's just you know it's the drugs though you know when they when they get you they get you you know and uh you know especially the opioids yeah. you know and the alcohol and it just starts leading to down a black hole and that's like i talk about you know one of the things i want to see if i if i'm not able to accomplish anything as chairman what i want to see is that sense of pride coming back to our people though you know to be proud to be nisqually and walk with their shoulders you know up high walk with you know pride and and i don't see that right now just with the human race i mean our human race is so off balanced and out of whack you know i a lot of our members you know they they have a lot of good ideas and they they come up to me and you know about healing and what we could do but it's more or less about you know, this is going to take all of us, you know, here in, in this great state of Washington, really. I mean, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that about, you know, it's uh, we can only control what we can control, you know, our own actions. And I always 
you know, think about that with treatment and recovery, because, you know, that's one of the hardest things is letting go. You know, if, uh, you can't control what you can't control. But it's weird as humans, like we're like, you know, I see it all the time. People want to be controlling. I'm like, what, what's what's going on? And then I find myself, dude. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, but it's, it's just, you know, it's it's a lot, especially in the time now with the transition, you know, throughout our all of our tribes to where those elders who really went through the, the shit and the blood, sweat and tears, you know, they're moving on to the to the next side now. And you're seeing people growing up without that strong uh, sense of who we are you know of and I'm very fortunate because I had my father and I had many people around me Um, but you know for the ones who don't it's up to us as those leaders to make sure that we're getting them educated about who they are and and answering any questions that they may have but more or less telling the right truth you know we have to make sure we tell our people the truth about what went on and uh, you know coming out of that I, I think that if we can start getting more of our people together and having these events and it doesn't have to be, you know, any kind of agenda, just getting our people back together again. It's tough to, tough to see COVID, you know, but we're coming out of it now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know last time you were on the show, you had mentioned um, a little bit about the, the health care on uh, with the Nisqually tribe, like what, what's available to you guys. And then, possibly even opening that up to like generate more income for the tribe by maybe opening it up to the um, general public as well. Um, has anything moved forward with that yet or is it still just? No, it's, it hasn't yet. You know, we got a ways to go still. You know, I think, I think everything that's happened in the last month or so has kind of slowed down a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's what I told folks. I'm like, we're going to slow down completely if we have to, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of the things I see is blame. We blame our pe- we blame people all the time, left and right. And I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of, you know. And and I ran for chairman to hopefully start to make that change. I said, you guys can believe you can blame me all you want, and I'm okay with that. That's what happens with the chairman. Right. But I'm not gonna sit here and allow you guys to attack me for something that I have no control over. And that's what I see. It's like, god dang, we just we tear each other down so much just it scares the hell out of me about our future jeremy of of just mankind more or less <laughs> people yeah. are crazy oh yeah and you know and going back to like the addiction um type stuff i'm glad that now you know like in the last like 10 years or whatever like people are starting to look at that as what it is it's mm-hmm. a disease more than you know because like you're not willingly like making the choice no. to do some of these things it's like you're you know, you it's almost like you're taking over. Yeah, you can't help it. So, I mean, it's it's clearly a disease. And, um, you know, when we start when society as a whole starts looking at it like that, I think that that's a good place to be just to, to deal with it. And, and, and it's that quick fix. Get through it's it. that quick fix, man. You know, it takes time. And I'm very fortunate to have you and many others in my life who stood by me and supported me, you know, through that. And that's what it is. It's that support. You know, and I see that a lot of our families just throughout the world just don't have that when you have people like, you know, you see the homeless problem that we're dealing with here. Yeah. You see these people and, and, you know, you don't know what they went through in their life, but, you know, it, it just feels like sometimes if they had somebody just to say, hey, you know, give them a hug, put your hand on their shoulders, you know, maybe that makes a difference. And it's a slippery slope with addiction because not, you know, not one size fits all. We're all different human beings. Like, um, you know, I, I feel like that, you know, we, we, we always try to, okay, well, what's the best thing to do? Send them to treatment, you know? And, uh, 
put them on more drugs or put them on something else that's going right. to help them, you know, and I don't think that's the way to do it. And, uh, you know, I feel like until society's ready to embrace it and it needs to be, it's not the taboo anymore. They need to quit, you know, keeping it locked away and, and we need to address the issues that come along with addiction also. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I wanted, uh, have you heard about, Oh, no, I'm not even going to go down that road right now. Never mind. Was we gonna, do it. We'll have plenty hey, we'll, of time. We'll, we'll have another. We'll, we'll, we'll address the uh, psychedelic stuff on the next podcast. I do like that. No, I, I believe in that. Yeah. I, I believe in that 100%. Well, yeah, let's get into it then. Yeah. I was gonna, so you see some of these. Um, I'm blanking on which one it was. Is the MDMA was uh, one of them. Well, yeah, they have MDMA ketamine. and ketamine treatments. And then they and had then, psychedelic ones also. Yeah, and then they have... Um, I don't think it's like peyote, but it's something similar where you like. It's like a it's monitored like, mushroom. Yeah, they like, like the, monitor the, you yeah. while you're doing it. And well, um, I I really believe in that. I mean, I I believe in anything that helps people, and if it helps one person, then that's a success. I see because, yeah. I mean, I, I look I think about this now. I mean, the, the the twelve steps and everything that went along with AA was good for alcoholics. I feel like. You know, but it's completely different for somebody who's hooked on opioids or, mm-hmm. or heroin or meth or any other, you know. Right. And, and I feel like we have to start opening our minds up to different ways to help people. Yeah. And it's not the traditional, you know, ways that many of our doctors grew up. I feel like there's so much more out there now. There and, I, and I feel like if we start opening our, our mind up and looking at the big picture of ways to help people, um, you know, I think you could do a, a lot of really good things. But it's... Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's tough to to see people hurt. You know, that's what it yeah. is. And and they don't I don't want to say they, you know, they don't know how to to help themselves, but it's like how do we how do we get them to understand like, hey, we're here with you. You know, and that's like the homeless problem you see. I don't even like going to Olympia anymore. You know, you it's drive tough. through downtown it's Olympia tough, and I'm like, man. man, this is our state capital. This place used to be so beautiful. I know. I remember when you we know, were kids, man. Walking around just... like during, you know, especially this time of the year, you got the market down there. You got a lot of different things going on. But now it's just like, man. But the way I look at that, too, is I think we have to quit living in fear. I think we have yeah. to quit living in that fear of like, oh, you know, they're down on their luck. They're horrible people. Well, there we know there's bad. There's good. There's good people with money. There's bad yeah. people with money. Like it's right. not a. It's not just because they're homeless or you know down on their luck. They're bad people. No doubt. You know. So I think it, it's up to us too, as as people in this area, to realize like, hey, we still got to go down there, you know, and yeah. and start thinking about you know, rather than blaming people, what can we do to start helping? Like right. get this goddamn place cleaned up here in Thurston County, as far as the homeless, the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, one of one of the things I I want to see out at the at Nisqually is I'm done with the drug drugs coming on and off the reservation. How, I, do, you, how do you stop that? What do you do? I, I you know I, there's I don't think there's one solution. And there's a lot of different options, but I feel like you know making sure our community members are ready to step up and support law enforcement and help law enforcement yeah. and you know the different uh, people on the reservation, whether they're tribal members or they're uh, friends of tribal members, whatever it is. Like we got to stop protecting them, you know, and I don't care if it's my brother or my cousin or whoever, if they're fucking up, they're fucking up. Do I want to throw them in prison? No, I want to get them the help they're going to need to help them move forward in life and, and be a productive member of the Nisqually tribe. Um, nobody should be in fear of, uh, of change. You know, nobody should be in fear of, of helping our people. You know, it breaks my heart that, that I see so much and, um, you know, it's tough to, to, to see that, but it's like at the end of the day, 
you know, we got to just stay strong and keep moving forward, you know, and I think once people start seeing the positive and the, the, the good things that the community that we deserve as Nisqually people, you know, I, I'm hoping that'll help them understand the big picture. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a great, yeah, that, I hope you guys succeed with that. that that's uh, beautiful, beautiful work you're doing. Um, what, if there was one thing, like policy-wise, I know you mentioned you want to restore the pride of the Nisqually people, like if you don't care if anything else happens other than that during your term. Um, but what, policy-wise, what would be the number one thing on your agenda, I guess, that you want to accomplish in the well, next three years? It's tough because it's not just one thing. Like, I mean, it is. I, and I so, so, like, you know, I think about a lot of this. And, and, you know, one of the main things I see is accountability. And like I said about providing the best services to our members, that, that's huge for us because we, you know, we're a government. We have our own businesses. We, had our, we have our own departments. We have our own health department. And, and I guess mine is just to make sure that those are functioning smooth. Because really, I mean, as tribal leaders, you know, we, are in, we're, we oversee everything that is going on at the tribe. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like ever bashing people because it doesn't get us anywhere. You know, and people, when I got elected, they thought I was just going to come in and fire it, the people I didn't like. And I'm like, shit, what is that going to do? That's just going to keep the fight going. You know, I, I see areas of where we have good employees and people who, God damn, they'll die for that tribe. You know, they'll make sure our tribe is, is functioning and doing what we need to do. You know, but I think it's finding that sense of purpose in every employee. You know, we have a lot of employees who, who may not feel comfortable in jobs because they might not know what they're supposed to do. You know, and so my goal is to get the best out of everybody because at the end of the day, you know, for us, our, our, you know, our policies, our procedures, our laws and our codes need to all be updated, you know, and we have to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, that there's so much change that needs to happen. And it's, and it's nobody's, it's not one thing or another. It's nobody's fault. It's just, you know, we, we hit in the early 2000s when we first got our casino open, we were off and running, you know, and we didn't think about the, the reservation. So one of, I guess you could say one of the first things I want to do is get all of our older homes on the reservation. I want to get, I want to get them a complete overhaul. And it's the tribe who has to pay for this because these are tribal homes. So we need to go into the older homes that were built in the 70s and 80s and get new wiring and get new everything for them. New, uh, you know, new equipment, new right. uh, insulation, just new structure of the their homes so they can sustain for the next another 30 years. And, and I don't want to I don't want to keep putting Band-Aids on things. I want new things. Right. You know, these older well, homes. Aren't you guys building like new, haven't you just built a, a bunch of new apartments? We did a part, a 20 unit co complex, uh, apartment complex. We have a brand new health facility going in. Um, and I think that should be done here in the next few weeks. And we'll be having our grand opening. Nice. We have an elders building that'll be going in after that. And right now, tribal council is working on a five-year plan to figure out what are our top priorities in the next five years. And, uh, you know, once, once we figure out, and I mean, I, I know my you know, priorities for the next few years, but we got, you know, I, I can't do this alone or will I try, you know, it's, a, it's about the whole tribal council, whether, you know, people support me or not. And, uh, that's what it has to be throughout the organization, you know, and, and folks need to understand it's whatever issues you have with me, that's fine. But as the chairman of the tribe, you know, it's about the respect factor and you respect your employee, you expect, respect your fellow employee. You know, I mean, I, the shit that I've seen, Jeremy, with the way people act these days, I mean, it's that sense of entitlement. But, you know, I think uh, 
I think having a, a good, tri- solid tribal council that works together can make a lot of difference in the tribe. That's, that's good. That's good. I know you've mentioned too before to me, like off the air, that um, maybe in past um, past uh, tribal chairmen of maybe there's been some nepotism and things like that. It was like putting people that maybe weren't uh, yeah weren't qualified weren't qualified for, for a position. And, yeah, and it's it's hard to see that, but you know, I, the the my goal is not to ever you know, discourage our tribal members, but they got to set their priorities higher and they got to be ready to come to work and learn because we have a lot of good tribal employees there. But until they understand, it's not about us and them. It's about providing the best services possible for the members. And if that takes more training, if that takes more, um, I don't know, educate, whatever to help strengthen them. If they have to go back to school, I'm all for that. You know, I don't want anybody to not have a job, but people need to be held accountable. And it starts with me as the chairman, you know, being there every day, being present, being out in the community and showing, you know, like, Hey, your tribal council is here to, to help you. And it's helped to, to make positive change within the community. And that's what, you know, that's what everybody's in fear. And, and I can't figure out the whole fear of, of people being happy. It fucking weird. Like, I don't understand. We should all be happy in life. You know, life is too goddamn short to be angry or bitter or whatever it is. No, that's true, man. That's so true. All right, Willie. So one of the last questions I have for you is, uh, you know, I'm a degenerate sports gambler. So I wanted to know when, if you know about when sports gambling is going to be legalized in the casino or put into the casinos to start being open for for people to come through i know your wife was going to be here but she wasn't able to make it so. our cats had to get their haircut today <laughs> seriously they she had to get home and make sure because they had that we had the uh the uh the bus coming that cuts them oh <laughs> gives them the lion cut man they were dreading the heat oh, you know? so man. she had to be home for that but i think you know as far as nasquali's concerned we're going to start looking into to sports uh sports betting but you know some of the other tribes are moving forward and i don't i don't know their exact Right. times and and when they're opening i think some are trying to get open before football season i've heard yeah um, but sense. i mean for us at some point we'll get to it you know we have a lot of big options and ideas and plans you know not just on the government side but the enterprise side also yeah so i that that's one other question i know you're not i know that a, a few years ago you said that the tribal council and the casino like separated themselves because of conflicts yeah, of yeah. interest so you don't know everything that's going on, but well, I, I know enough to to where I mean every decision still has to come through the council, oh, okay. and it? so I mean I, I do know that we are not in the process of sports uh, betting yet. But yeah, so it, when you do set it up, are you gonna bring in an outside company then to work with the work? No, um, no, we we work with the state on that, and you know on the directly. compact and negotiations, but we'll. We'll get it done, and I I think it'd be cool, man. I'm an NCAA tournament guy. Yeah, I love the tournament. You yeah, know, me too. we went to Vegas a few years ago, and that was I think it was when uh, was it St. Mary's okay. made that run with yeah. the, and uh, man, the nun she was so awesome. Her mother, the 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 elderly woman, right? Was, yeah, yeah. I she remember. was so so cute to see, man. Sister it was pretty Mary awesome. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sister something. Yeah, Sister Jean, I think. Sister Jean, name. that yeah. was her name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, then uh, enough of that. But let's. Uh, the other thing I wanted to know about um, what you have any update on the replacement of the statue. Whitman statue with your with the um, statue. I know. Father? Speaking with folks, I think it went into place. I think July first. So, oh, they already put it's already up. No, no, no. Oh. I mean that the law went into place, okay. so now we'll start working with. Uh, you know, th- there's there'll have to be some discussion in the near future because. 
you know, for us at Nisqually and for me and the family, you know, we have an artist who we want to carve this statue because we, he's done work, you know, uh, um, and he, he knew my dad, but he's also done work as far as, you know, um, sculpting and drawing pictures. He has some really good artwork of my dad. So uh, the state, of course, when they passed it, there was going to be a group uh, formed, like a committee to put together the plans and um, hopefully that it goes smooth because I'm not approving anything unless it's uh, a native artist that the family and the Nisqually tribe supports because, you know, this is, and I don't even think it's fully hit people yet. You know, I don't think it's hit our own native people, not just Nisqually, but, you know, native Washingtonians even, I mean, and, and native Americans throughout Indian country. I mean, to have one of our own, and I know we do have some of our own, you know, um, in the hall, but it's, it's the, 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 the history, the past history. I mean, we've never had somebody this time, you know, represent the state of Washington, let alone all of our tribes. And, you know, it's going to be a very, uh, you know, very, very amazing opportunity to go over to DC and, and see this statue, um, put up in our, our, in the hall of statues. I mean, this is somebody you knew, this is, you know, my father and many of us, you know, grew up with them. And, you know, I don't think even back when we were younger, of course, we realized it because it was a different time. But now, I'll yeah. tell you, man, when I realized how popular your dad was, we were sitting at your house one day, you know, all the guys hanging out around the 4th of July, I think, and I see a picture of your dad with Bill Clinton, and I was like, what the, I'm like, how, and then there was, I think there was also one of them, him there with like George Bush. W. Bush, yeah, yeah, Bush, maybe Reagan or so. I don't know, and I no, was, was like, Bush, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, man, I was like this, and then I, then we got to go like a year or two later to go watch him throw out the first pitch at a baseball game. Yeah. It was just, uh, I mean, well, yeah, we didn't appreciate it. I don't no, feel no. like I, I appreciated the, the well, you how, know, I mean, how real it was. Growing up, you know, it's, it's, he was my father, you know, but first and, and, mm-hmm. you know, until I got older and of course he continued to grow, but he was always so humble about it. You know, he didn't, he didn't want any of that recognition. He didn't right. want any of that crap because, you know, for him, he wanted to see our environment. He wanted to see everything that, that we're losing right now and everything that we're working on protecting and, uh, you know, it's just, it's really tough to see where we are today as, as, uh, you know, human beings, the way we treat each other, the way we right. treat the environment. And, uh, you know, that's something about my father and my, my grandfather, Willie Frank senior, um, you know, everybody I've ever talked to. And, and unfortunately I died, uh, my grandfather died when I was a year old and I didn't get a chance to meet him, but you know, I got a lot of good pictures with him, but mm-hmm. you know, they always said he was one of the most humble and, and nicest human beings ever. You know, and he, he, I think back because he was born in 1879. And so, you know, I think back to and what. You weren't it, born until, what, how, so how old was he when he passed? Like 100. He was 104. 104. So, you know, it's thinking about that. I mean, thinking about what his life was, you know, and, and what he went through, you know, and, and then even my dad, you know, I mean, my dad was a, you know, alcoholic until, you know, 1973, probably. He went to Schick Shadel, you know, and, wow. and, you know, but, but what he turned himself into and, you know, that gives me hope of anything's possible, Yeah. you know, and one of the things he always say, he'd always tell me, you know, take it easy, take it easy. And I think about that every day because, you know, as, as a younger leader, you know, you, you want to, you want to make change right away, you know, and you want to hopefully, uh, you know, do the best, best thing possible for your people. But at times it just takes time and look at it. I'm, I'm 11 years into council. You know, and uh, we're we're just starting to make some of the changes that we definitely need to make. But yeah. it's it's about getting the right leadership. 
you know, and I'm not saying my leadership skills are better than anybody else's, but, you know, I am open to working with people, you know, but I will not tolerate any kind of uh, back backstabbing or any kind of backdoor bullshit politics that have gone on, you know, not just tribes, but state, federal, you know, that yeah. that, that old way of politics is not working anymore for us. Right. You know, we ought to start doing what's right for the people and we got to start electing the right people who care about about the people and that's the hard part to see you know well i feel like that's the hard part because i think the people that really belong in politics aren't in, they no. have no interest in doing that because of the because the of the shit bu- show that and it is, is it, it really is and i mean i i know a lot of good nisqually tribal members who just don't want to deal with the politics but you know, every time I tell them, I'm like, well, either we, we step up and we make these changes or we just sit and let the status quo continue. And that's not what I want to see because the status quo is not helping anybody right now because, you know, we could help our membership and, you know, do what we can to help them and, and you know, give them whatever they're going to need to survive. And people still aren't happy, you know, so that I mean, you could have all the money in the world and not be happy. You know, we've seen people like that. Yeah. And I mean, it's just. You know, so I think it's about the way we treat each other and, you know, we continue trying to set that positive example. That's what I try to do with my niece, with my nephew and my wife. You know, we talk about it all the time about the positive, you know, when we're around each other, we got to start being more positive and start being, um, you know, less negative. And I, feel, I always tell them because I'm the only one not on social media. And, and I tell them, like, you guys got to get off of that shit, man. I'm like, you think about all those negative comments and that negative energy from all over the world. It you know, is. and when you guys are sitting there looking at it, that affects you guys too. Right. Not realizing, but it does. You know, it's it's just yeah, subconsciously, man, definitely. Times you know, has or, changed. Or you think you think like this guy next door has the perfect life, and yeah. what the hell's wrong with me? You know, like it no, it is, and, up, and it man. is. But it's it, you said it. It's about perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think everybody assumes that life is perfect. Life, we all know life's not fucking perfect no. by any means. But the younger generation, they see that shit on Instagram and TikTok, and they're like, oh man this is perfect. No, that's not, that's not what it is, but hard work, dedication, honesty, and, uh, being true to yourself. That's what I see every morning. I got to make sure I'm true to myself before anything else, you know, account accountable to myself every day, you know, and making sure you're there for the right reasons. Yeah, no, that's, that's the way to be, man. Like I said, at the beginning of this thing, Willie, like every time we get to sit down and and chop it up, man. It's it always it lifts my spirits for sure. Just hearing. Well, hearing you know, and, and and this is I, I I told I told my wife this this morning. This is just the beginning, you know, of what we can accomplish for to make this place better for everybody, not just for tribal, you know, but uh, for everybody. We have to get away from that greed and that money and that, you know, don't we can't let the almighty dollar control us. And, and that's what we do here in Thurston County. And I mean, that's what we do in the state of, in the world right now. Money controls everything. And we yeah. know that. And, and there's no, you know, we all like nice things, you know, but it's like, what do we really need to be happy? Right. You know, because I always try to tell them like my, my niece all the time, you know, she'll come home with that little attitude. And I'm like, what, what are you upset about? you know make some stupid like what she's up. I'm like, really? I'm like, look where you're at right now. Like this should we should not be, you know, um, wanting a better life i guess you know because right now i'm pretty fortunate to be sober and healthy i got a roof over my head and and food on the table man i'm good with that yeah you know i'd be good just building a house down by the river and (laughs) good by that man oh yeah well willie man thank you again for coming out and uh it's always it's always a pleasure to to get you on this show and and just talk talk about you know switch things up talk about some 
some of the, the issues facing the Nisqually tribe because that's so near and dear to my heart and Brandon's heart as well. So well, we'll keep um, uh, keep communicating, man, yeah. and we'll uh, continue this because we got a lot of ideas, options, you know, to work on uh, getting this podcast together, working with you. I mean, I, you know, we, we want to do this out there, but it's, uh, you know, like I said, there's so much going on. It's just once we can get this structured and, and start to, you know, get people to open their eyes up and see the vision of what we could do, you know, working yeah. with you on these podcasts and getting our members trained how to use the equipment, you know, because I, I really feel like it could be be very positive. So Absolutely, I always appreciate coming on here, Jay. I uh, have a great time. Well, thank you, Willie. Um, once again, everybody, Willie Frank Third, Squally Tribal Chairman. Uh, if you can like, share, rate, review this podcast, we would appreciate it. Uh, Brandon will be back from paradise next week. He's still in the Bahamas, Willie. Yeah, my, what the I fuck? Know, Are man. you serious, dude? Did he go with Joe? Him and, yeah, him and Joe. And, and the their families? families went down. Nice. Yeah, right. they well, went, that's they, good, man. I hope they're week. having fun down there. Yeah, I hope it looks like they're fun. having a good time, man. So That's good, man. But, all right, guys. Till next week.